1: Hello Oregon. It's Friday, August 21st. This is Elliott News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Wildfires continued to burn across Oregon on Thursday, the day after Governor Kate Brown declared a state of emergency amid an imminent threat of wildland blazes. The largest of the fires covers over 20,000 acres in eastern Oregon, burning in priority sage-grouse habitat. The most prominent, a nearly 1,000-acre blaze near the Columbia River Gorge community of Mosier, has mostly been contained. Several other fires have prompted evacuations, closures, and firefighter responses. The Seven Mile Hill fire in Wasco County burned almost 100 acres of grass, scrub oak, and brush before firefighters stopped its spread. Residents in the area were evacuated. Oregon Governor Kate Brown reshuffled her list of counties struggling to contain coronavirus on Thursday, identifying Jackson County as a new hotspot, but clearing Marion and Wasco counties for apparently making enough progress. Brown added Jackson County to her so-called watch list that serves as a precursor for more aggressive action, such as restoring business restrictions or stay-home guidance. She removed Wasco and Marion counties, which had been on the list since July 3rd and July 30th, respectively. Eight of Oregon's 36 counties are now on Brown's watch list, which has had mixed results since it was established in early July. The designation is supposed to ensure state resources for hard-hit counties. Some local officials say it's worked well, while others say they still don't have what they need. A judge on Thursday extended legal protections to journalists and legal observers reporting on Portland protests. U.S. District Judge Michael Simon ruled that federal officers must continue to exempt journalists and legal observers from orders to disperse during declared riots. The judge found that journalists and legal observers have a right to document whether the government's closing of public streets amid riot declarations are illegally done. He also found that federal officers had targeted members of the media and legal observers with violent force. The ruling comes as the city prepared for the 85th consecutive night of protests against police violence and systemic racism in Portland. Go to OregonLive.com for the latest. A coalition of businesses, schools, government entities, and nonprofit organizations had been pushing the Oregon legislature to protect them from coronavirus related lawsuits, except in cases of gross negligence or misconduct. It appeared those protections would be a key issue for the one day, 15 hour special session the legislature held on August 10th. But lawmakers didn't address the issue because the legislators working on it hadn't reached an agreement. The issue could be a topic for a third special session this fall. At least 11 states have already implemented liability protections for businesses and other entities amid the coronavirus pandemic. Some 300 soldiers with the Oregon National Guard have returned home from their overseas deployments over the last two days. Hundreds more are on their way. The soldiers that recently returned were stationed in Djibouti in East Africa and Qatar in the Middle East. They also spent two weeks in quarantine at Fort Bliss in Texas before flying home. About 1,300 Oregon National Guard members are currently mobilized, according to the Oregon Military Department, but roughly half are at Fort Bliss for demobilization and quarantine. According to the Oregon National Guard, these tours are part of the second largest mobilization of Oregon troops since World War II. Thanks for listening. You can support this podcast and our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com/podsupport.